Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. You guys saw that video, right, of uh, Awaken Conference last year, and we uh, had Pastor Mike Maiden in there given the prophecy of what Awaken's going to look like over the next six years then, five years now. We have five campuses here in San Diego, but we're about to launch 11 more campuses in five years. 11 more buildings like this full of new preachers, full of people encountering who God told them, the giftings revealed. I don't, I don't know if you understand this. You guys are on the precipice of revival. Like God is about to move like we've never seen before. And I want you guys to say, I'm ready. What are you ready for? Revival? What else? Come on, breakthrough. I love it. Come on. Well, I'm ready for fire tonight because God is showing up. But I do, before I continue, I have to apologize. Um, I'm sorry, Scott Isaacs. Tonight, I'm not um, going to be preaching on physics. Like, I, I know, it's, it's really depressing. Like, he was texting me Monday. He's like, hey, what kind of, like, I want to, you know, study. I want to prep. What kind of, like, equations can I look at ahead of time? And I'm just like, you know what? God, forgive me. I'm not preaching on physics. But I am preaching on ecology. So all of our biology majors can shout. Hey, there's a lot of biology majors. <laughs> Um, there was actually, I had a message for today that I, I really was excited to preach, but last Friday I was swimming in my pool with the kids and we were doing swimming lessons and, um, you know, teaching them how to swim and the excitement and them doing something new. And while we are, oh, man, youth is having fun. I got to up my game. <laughs> but while we were going through swimming lessons, like I, um, had a helicopter flying right above the house, you know, and I was just sitting there. I'm like, that is way too close. I was like, I don't think I have a landing pad yet. And I was like, but soon, you know, but it flew right over the house. And as I'm following it, I noticed a giant smoke cloud. And I was like, that is way too close for comfort. And immediately I was like, oh, there's a fire. So I was like, kids, let's go. We got to go up to the house. Was, you know, you kind of get that like we're moving, we're moving. They're asking why. I say, does it matter? Just start marching. Get up to the house. I was like, Joy, you need to pat we need to put the kids in the car. You need to leave. We need to get you out of here. And so sure enough, we load them in the car, uh, we grabbed a couple clothes items because they're all soaking wet. We just got out of a pool. Joy drives off and I was like, okay, I'll grab a couple of our important documents, you know, birth certificates, photos, laptops, important things. Maybe a couple guns, binoculars, you know. Things that are important to us. But what's amazing is in that circumstance of what's really clear, it becomes clear of what's really important in our lives. I'm just like, yeah, like I need to get my family out of here. 
I need to get these documents. I don't want to have to replace these things. But there's a clear line of what doesn't matter, of what could be burned, what could be removed in your life. And you're just like, okay, that's fine. So tonight, the title of my message is Wildfire. <laughs> Wildfires, we're kind of familiar with them here in San Diego, right? We had the, the 2003 Cedar Fire, the 2007 Witch Fire. I may have mixed them up. But, um, but these, and then we have a bunch of local fires here in Alpine and around that like, just pop up. And every time they, they come, they bring some kind of destruction. And there's a lot of times there's trauma around them where people are like, they hear fire and they take them to that place of trauma where they ex suffered extreme loss. And if you have that trauma come up, because I'm talking about wildfire tonight, we have a great ministry team. They come talk to them about it. They'll help you through that. But God has created wildfire to be this natural um, transformation of the land. And it's a kingdom principle. So I'm going to spend the next few minutes not reading the Bible, not talking about Jesus, not talking about God, purely talking about wildfires. But I know as I speak on something of the physical, the Holy Spirit's going to reveal to you kingdom principles. So the first thing that wildfires do is they prepare the soil. Point number one is it prepares soil. These natural occurring wildfires, they remove dead material that's around. That that these, this dead material that is on the landscape can chokes out new growth. It actually stifles new things from happening. So the wildfire comes and removes it. Wildfire also comes in and removes invasive species. Like what's not supposed to be in this environment? What was not created to be here? When we face a wildfire, it comes in and removes it. Wildfires, they actually add macronutrients to the soil. It adds nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, calcium, magnesium, and sulfur. Wildfire, when it comes through, it changes the texture of the soil. It actually changes the structure of a soil. It makes it more porous. It, the soil actually, after a heat comes through, has more capacity to hold water. So th after a fire happens, there's more capacity in the ground. And then after a wildfire comes through, you have that heat. It also, point number two, it activates seed. There are different types of seed. There's like eucalyptus, there's pine cones, there's um, a various types of uh, fruits, and I'm probably saying this wrong. Maybe Pastor Lisa can uh, correct me, but is it serotonous, the type cone? I don't know. But there's like a jack pine, and there's some other ones. Um, but basically, they, ha they have a resin on them, and then they cannot get activated until the heat melts them off. So they're, they're useless seeds. They're useless. They can't do anything until they face fire. And there's other seeds from shrubs and flowers like annuals that remain dormant until a chemical compound in smoke comes in contact with them. And I love what the, like, it actually says this, is when the, the chemical compound of smoke touches these seeds, they awaken. The, 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 the seeds are no longer dormant, they're ready. And then, 
We have this amazingly prepared soil. We have active seeds. What happens next? Well, the rains come. They bridge the gap from barrenness to a surge growth or a growth surge. Point number three. These floodgates open and it brings water to the land. And when I think of this, I like to think of Lion King. You know, right after Scar died, you know, and there's just fire all over Pride Rock. And it just looks horrible. Everything's burnt. Everything looks dead. Everything looks barren. But then the rain comes, and it just pours, and all of a sudden you see the transformation. And it just sits there, and you're like, there's greenery, and all the animals are coming back. The land is flourishing again. And um, as a hunter, I know this to be especially true for one of my hobbies. I, you know, I like to hunt deer, and I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but man, they taste good. <laughs> but when a fire comes through and you have this, this growth surge happen, that the new plants have more nutrients in them because of the soil. So therefore, the animals eating them are healthier than they've ever been. So now you're creating an atmosphere where there can be a new health, new life, new strength. And in these seasons where you have this growth surge, this surge of growth over the land, the next generation of deer, elk, actually have the, great, the, the largest antlers because the things conceived in this growth, that when the mother's nutrition is this good food, the things conceived in this season are the healthiest. They're the strongest. They're the most resilient. They're the most magnificent. And now you're like, okay, I kind of get where you're going with this, but you just really spent 10 minutes talking about wildfires and how does this apply to my life, right? Well, thanks for asking. And, um, but this is a kingdom principle on testing. God put tests in our life and it's a wildfire. There's many verses over and over again where you're going to be tested by fire. You're going to be purified. And it's all about these same points. And it could be on a personal level through loss, loss of children, loss of finance, loss of homes, loss of business. It could be on a nation level, where you have COVID-19 lockdowns, you have mask mandates, you have forced vaccinations, you have war, you have inflation, you have food shortages. These are wildfires that we all face. So again, point number one, it prepares the soil when these wildfires come. It actually prepares our heart. Our hearts are the soil that gets renewed. In Matthew 13:8, there's a parable, and the parable is about, you know, planting seed in the different soils. But when you have this prepared soil, still other seeds fell on good soil, prepared soil, the soil after a fire where it has produced a crop a hundred, a 60, a 30 times what was sown. You're going to see this in this church. 
You're going to see miraculous flow out of this. You're going to see things that you've never seen before. You're going to hear about, like, hey, I lost my business, but I sowed anyways, and now I have five businesses. Because this is fertile soil. This house is fertile soil. During the COVID lockdowns, what was the house that stood and said, we're not closing down anymore? During forced vaccinations, what church had um, the forms? What are they called again? Exemptions, thank you. Exemptions. Fertile soil. People were looking around like, where can I get some fertile soil? And they came to awaken because they're like, there's something about this house. We don't know what it is, but it feels right. There's nutrition in this house. There's strength in this house. God is doing something in this house. In James 1, 2 through 4, it says, My fellow believers, when it seemed as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance. And then, as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection in every part of your being until there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. You guys say fertile soil. Fertile soil. Then point number two, activates seeds. And later on in this chapter, in James 1.12, it says, if your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, fire, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. True happiness comes as you pass the test of faith, or with faith, and you will receive the victorious crown of life promised to every lover of God. You will find that these seeds that endured in you in these seasons are the beginning of what God's about to do. You're actually going to see and find giftings inside of you that you never knew you had. I always joke that this was the last place I ever wanted to be. That I wanted to be an engineer so I could never talk in front of people. But when I came into a house and I experienced fire, I experienced good soil, all of a sudden God starts activating seeds saying, hey, you know what? You, I'm calling you to speak. I'm calling you to share. I'm actually calling you to do something that you never thought you wanted to do. You will find the residue of these seasons unlock, just like the smoke of a fire unlocks that you may have lost a business. You may have lost children in this season, right? It's like the suicides are going through the roof right now. Like it's, it's, it's devastating. And, and you may experience the, this, the smoke of this. You may carry it in the inside of sickness and disease of things that you've experienced, but that smoke is going to ignite something. It's going to have you stand up for something that you would have never stood up before. It's going to have you stand and, and say, you know what? I know what is right, and I'm going to make sure it comes to pass. There's going to be seeds of relationships, seeds of finance, seeds of business, seeds that allow you to serve in this house, allow you to speak, to share what God is doing, seeds of hope again. You can actually hope again. Yeah. And this is a house that encourage you, encourages you to hope. Yeah. 
because you will say, you'll see that as I start hoping, I will start believing, and then my actions start following, and then you will see God move in those times. But I don't want you to be fooled. It's not always easy, right? You know, your seeds are activated. You're in this house. You're hearing Holy Spirit speak. Things are rising up inside of you. But what's good is an active seed if it's not sowed? You still have to sow these seeds. You still have to take your finance and say, you know what? I know this is hurts, but I'm trusting you. I'm going to sign up for Vision Builders. Even if it's $52, a dollar a week, we can all do that. I'm going to sign up because I'm going to stick with a commitment. It doesn't matter the, the numbers. It matters my commitment to God. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to give up a coffee every single week. I'm going to give, I'm going to give $150. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to fast one meal a week and give that to Vision Builders. Because I'm going to sow because I know what my God does when I sow my activated seed. In here, there's musicians, and you have talent. You have a talent to play guitar. You have a talent to sing, a talent to play drums. And you're just like, man, they're so good. I can't try out. I can't go after that. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. Because that seed, if you're even thinking about it, that's a seed God has put inside of you. That's a seed that you're called to cultivate, that you're called to sow, that God is going to multiply and bring that joy into your life. Point number three, this growth surge. So we have this amazing um, soil in this house. We have these seeds activated in us. And this is the time to see the hundredfold, the 60-fold, the 30-fold return. And it's going to be in your finances. It's going to be with souls. It's going to be with friends. It's going to be in relationships. And it's going to be on whatever you sow. You will see this surge because as you lay it down, you're going to see Christ's resurrection power show up. When the Holy Spirit enters an atmosphere, healings come in. Relationships are restored. Barren wombs are broken and healed and restored. That is the season we are in, the complete restoration. We're in a season of miracles. And if you're unsure about it, come back, open your eyes, look around. You will see those who are just kind of depressed with the biggest smiles. You will see those who kind of walk in like this, walking in like this, to walking in like this, right? Like, come on. Like, you're going to see hope rise. Growth surge. I just, I love the word surge. And really, it was supposed to just be growth, but I just had to throw surge in it because it just amps me up. Say 11. Campuses. Five years. That's where we're going. That is a growth surge if I've ever seen one. We're going to see volunteers come into this house. 
We're gonna see people standing up, walking into these God gifts, walking into what the seeds that God has put into them. We're gonna have campus pastors being raised. We're gonna have worship leaders being raised. We're gonna have people writing songs. This church is gonna have albums from different campuses. This church is gonna have the most beautiful sound. That's the, the worship of America is gonna be coming out of San Diego. The miraculous is gonna be coming out of San Diego. And so when we're here and we tell you, hey, partner with us with Vision Builders, we don't, honestly, we don't need the money. You need the money. You need God on your side. When we tell you, hey, come to, you know, this Awaken conference that we're putting on, we want you to experience and bask in the Holy Spirit for a couple days because we know that's when the seeds get activated. Just that time set aside. You have to take time off work. You have to sow that time. And with sowing that time, you're gonna hear from God and those seeds will be activated. And, and I'm not trying to just amp you up, but this is revival. This is the next great awakening. And if you're unsure about it, open your eyes. See what is happening. The next great awakening is happening here in San Diego. The next revival. The, there's going to be a shift. We're going to be filling stadiums soon because people can't help. We don't have enough seats in any of our, our buildings. People are going to need to hear Christ. They're going to need to see the miraculous going on. They're going to say, hey, I, we have cancer. I need it healed, and this is the only place I know that can heal it. We're gonna, we have financial issues. Our marriage is broken. This is the place of restoration. This is the next great awakening, and you guys get to be a part of it. Wildfires, just as true in the physical as it is in the spiritual. And I, I love this because, wow, I went, I've run out of time. And so, what I, what I absolutely love about this is that this is how Jesus spoke. He took things that people understood and to reveal kingdom. And I truly believe that God created wildfire for us to understand testing seasons so that when you are being tested and you are facing difficulty and you feeling like you're being compressed and have pushback, you can have joy because you understand that that means a miracle is coming, that, you, that means supernatural growth is coming. But I intentionally left off one critical element between the activated seeds and the growth surge, because I wanted to touch on it for a second. Jared Van Tassel, thank you. You've taught me this. But the words that you speak is the water needed for the seeds. It's kingdom water. In 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says, we have the same spirit of faith that it is described in the scriptures when it says, first I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. We do this because we are convinced that he who raised Jesus Christ will raise us up with him and that together we will be brought into his presence. 
Yes, all things work for your enrichment so that the more of God's marvelous grace will spread to more and more people, resulting in even a greater increase of praise to God, bringing him even more glory. Say surge. Surge. I had to really act like live this out this year. And the reason I'm able to preach on this is because I had a fight through this this year. Honestly, I've had the, the, probably the five toughest months I've ever had financially, just like it, like it was heavy. Um, I, I was doing what I truly believe I thought God was asking me to do without a doubt in my mind. In doing so, I lost two times my salary. That, that, that's a wildfire. But I understand this, this, that luckily I understand wildfires and I understand what this season means. So when Joy and I, we look at this and you really wanna pull back in everything. But no, we refuse. And I was actually curious, so I looked up the numbers today. We have donated 70% of my gross salary this year in a season that we've already lost twice my salary and, and just vanished. And, and, on, and on top of that, it, it, you, you feel like this compression, but we understood, we're like, hey, you know what? This is a, a, a different season for us. So we're gonna sell our house because we're, we're called, we're like, we're gonna do something different than we've done before. Something clearly the Holy Spirit was telling us. But immediately we started watering that seed. We started watering every single seed that we have sown. And we started saying, this is the number that we want for our house. So we told every single person, we're selling our house for X, right? But our realtors, they said, yeah, you gotta drop that by half million. Like, honestly, you got to expect to sell it for about a half million less than that. And Joy and I, our guts were wrenched. We were torn. We're just like, I, mm. we're just going to keep on speaking. We're going to keep on watering. We're going to keep on believing. Even though it feels like I'm carrying this cup to the top of a mountain, trying to water 10,000 burnt acres. I'm gonna water anyways, because the God will watch my faith and he will follow me with a storm and water the whole thing. Second Corinthians four, eight through nine. Sorry, I, don't, I didn't give this, but it talks about that you will be afflicted in every way, but not crushed. You will be perplexed but not driven to despair. You will be struck down, but not destroy. But these things, this, these wildfires lead to the resurrection power. And all you have to do is water. And sure enough, we got an offer for our house to the penny of what we are prophesying. You will see the supernatural surge of the growth but when fires come, it's time to celebrate and it's time to start prophesying. It's time to start preaching, like speaking over your life because God is going to show up. Yeah. I honestly think in that wildfire season, when you're speaking in faith, that is probably one of the most difficult acts of faith you can do. 
It's one of the most courageous because you can't feel it. It has nothing to do with feeling. It's so intentional. It's so purposeful. And like I, I'm, I'm still in awe of God in this season. And, but I've seen this playbook work out. So my encouragement with you guys is that when you feel these fires, you feel these seasons and the weight is on you, don't stop speaking. Don't stop speaking in faith. Don't stop speaking your healing. Don't stop speaking your child. Don't stop speaking your breakthrough, your home, your jobs, your finances, your giving. Don't stop speaking what God has put on your heart. So right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to ask you all a simple question. Do you want to be a part of this revival? Do you want to be a part of this great awakening? Maybe you're new, maybe you've been coming here and you're just like, you're not connected yet. You don't feel like you're a part of this. Maybe you've been coming here and you're just like, you feel like you're on the outskirts. But if you want to be a part of this next revival, I want you to stick your hand up in the air. Love it, hands going up everywhere. The raising of your hands isn't for me. The raising of your hands is for God. It's you looking God in the eyes saying, I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes for what you're about to do. Because I know that you're gonna go to heaven one day and you're gonna look God in the eyes and you're gonna say, I heard the call to arms for the great revival and I said, yes, I'm doing something about it. I'm giving what I have. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm giving what I have. I'm giving my time. I'm giving my finances. I'm partnering with Vision Builders. I'm going to Awaken Conference because I want to be a part of your undeniable power. But maybe you're here today and you don't have that relationship with Jesus. And, you, and you're like, I've been burned by fires. I've been hurt. I've been cri crippled from them. How can I get that surge growth? How can I be a part of that restoration? And it's simple. Ask Jesus into your heart. Get to know him intimately. And if that's you here today, or maybe you feel far from him and you want that, that peace to come back, go ahead and raise your hand. And we're gonna pray with you. We're gonna believe with you that God's about to do something new. So if that's you here today, I'm gonna give you a couple more seconds because I know God is tugging on your heart. I know that you want to be a part of this next great awakening, to see the miraculous of God, to see his fire, to have that peace upon you. Thank you. Thank you guys. I want everyone to repeat after me this prayer. Lord Jesus, I have sinned and ask your forgiveness. Come into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me walk in your ways by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, 
For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.